0: Hello, welcome it's a film to Film Babble. You swore to be. <laughs> Take it easy, man. All right. The uh, the movie we're doing today is. Uh, All right, but we'll see you when we get Histoire du cinéma. See you later.
1: No, it's not. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. This is your pals, your um, your your friends, your dear friends, Charlie and Antonio here. I'm Charlie. I'm Antonio, and let's we let's go, dude. <laughs> we're we're watching the Sight and Sound Top 100. Um, That's and right. Giving our hot takes.
0: That's only hot takes.
1: We watch these movies so you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do these
0: movies seem fucking boring? Well, don't worry. We're gonna watch them and put we'll re, demystify put, them demy- for you. We're demystifying <laughs> Casablanca. Um, is that on the list? I don't think so.
1: Fuck. Shouldn't Anyways. Be. All right. Just kidding. Relax. I haven't seen <laughs> um. Yeah, but welcome back. Um. We're starting this early today. Wow.
0: Yeah, it's 6.30. A. M. I had to sleep over. I
1: wish. That would be kind of cool to do a six. Do it with the sun. Yeah.
0: Maybe for a Satan Tango.
1: Yeah. We so might sinking. have to. I, I wonder how many times we have uh, talked about that. The that, fact that we're going to watch that movie, I feel like probably at least one time in every episode we bring it probably. up.
0: Probably, yeah. That's the white whale. Yeah, technically. I
1: can't. I like. I'm so afraid. It's coming up. It's very, very, very soon. soon. Very I'm, soon.
0: You're I'm afraid? so
1: excited. Oh yeah. I'm so I can't wait. Intimidated. How long is it? Seven hours. Seven hours. Like wow. And that, whether or not Histoire de Cinéma is a film, Satin Tango is a film. Yeah,
0: I yeah. think. It's a documentary.
1: No. (laughs) Right? It's a video essay. It's a narrative. (laughs) No, it's... um, Also, I would say a documentary is a film. Video essay...
0: Documentaries are not films.
1: Really? (laughs) (laughs) You're mad. That's bollocks.
0: (laughs) They're videos.
1: They're uh, clips. They're they're, they're long reels. Long clips. They're reels. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah, but cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, what are we watching today? Speaking of day. long movies.
1: Well, uh, what do you? How do you feel about *Eastward du Cinema*?
0: Um, I haven't necessarily been thinking about the movie in terms of like what it's doing. <laughs> Just kind of the experience of watching it. Like wow, we really watched that movie. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm glad to to put it behind me. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta say, I'm glad it's kind of over.
1: Mm-hmm. But got it in the rear view.
0: Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Like it, it was fucking crazy to watch it. Um, and I, the episode's not out as of our recording this, and I'm really excited to see what how people react to the to the episode. Um, and if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's a good one because, you know, typically I think the the listenership depends on the movie. Mm-hmm. If it's a movie that more people like know or is more, you know, more yeah. people will listen to it. But I, so we're probably going to get one listener on it. But that one listener, I think, I hope you have a great time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think, it's good I, think one. I mean, I think it's fair because we we talk pretty in depth about film and yeah. we don't always necessarily like walk through the whole thing before really plunging into it. So, I mean, it it can be difficult, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I think that is a good one because it's probably not on your radar. I mean, yeah. a few of you might maybe, but so it's it's it, it's an interesting thing to talk about and to learn about and to read about and perhaps to watch a bit of mm-hmm. one day. But definitely, it, I, it's, it's separate from all of the other movies that we've watched thus far in For terms sure. of how we recommend engaging with it.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't recommend this, yeah, watching it yeah, this time. Sitting. Don't. Don't. That's how <laughs> yeah, we recommend yeah. to engage with At it. At least not don't the way engage we did. with it.
1: But yeah, I, I've been thinking about it. I read, a, I was reading, because I, I cut it together just the other day, and I was reading about it, and I've been reading about it since, and trying to describe the experience to people because it's a little bit difficult to yeah. describe as we talked about at length last time. But um, something that we talked a lot about in our conversation was how he utilized like real uh, footage of things for, and juxtaposed it with narrative f- fictional film. And in my reading, I kind of... well. It, it appears based on what I read and also how I felt watching it, but it solidified a little bit that he's exploring not only cinema as, as like the art form of cinema, but also the effect of um, moving photography, uh, like the, the, the nature of it and its relationship to us and our, our society, but also just kind of like what it is and what it means and what it can mean beyond Fiction and beyond art. Um, Which is why I feel like a a point you brought up was like, it's not cinema. And I think, I mean, I agree with you. And looking back, it's like, I I don't think it, it um, it was. I said
0: it wasn't cinema?
1: The, uh, the clips of like the Holocaust survivors and Mm. stuff like that and like dead bodies. You were like, that's not cinema. And I, I think he's, he's not arguing that it is. He's just exploring the, power the new mm-hmm. unprecedented power of the moving image you know what i mean yeah anyway um i've been thinking about it i i i mostly in the same way as you of just like what the fuck how do we do that mm-hmm. it was like the most painful 5 hours of my life <laughs> not really but that would have to be getting norovirus on christmas day <laughs> which i did last year and that was much worse than eastward <laughs> cinema i'll tell you that but <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah. Cool. I'm 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 also happy to have it in the rear view. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean with the, the other
0: like quote unquote scary long movies like Satan Tango and Shoa, um, they're different to me in that like I I genuinely do not expect them to be as like um I don't know, plotting as I'm, just yeah. like annoying
1: impenetrable
0: yeah like um you know what i mean i do like because i'm looking forward to those more yeah than
1: i was well i I feel like they're gonna be a little easier to hook onto or key into maybe we'll see well not like easy to stomach or to watch but i don't think it's gonna be the same experience of sitting there on the couch writhing in pain like (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. We'll I'm see. I'm open to being proven wrong. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, we have a
0: brighter summer day coming up, which is four hours, I think, around there. And
1: yeah, but it's less, again, like, it's as long. you said, well, I'm taking your point now, which is it's less the length. Absolutely. And more. <laughs> Absolutely. But what, I,
0: what I'm saying is that we got some big ones coming. Yeah. We have. And today. Today's a big one. We have yeah. a three-hour movie. Today. What are we watching? We're watching Celine and Julie go boating.
1: Who directed that?
0: Jacques Rivette. Oh, cool. So not,
1: Jacques in, Rivette.
0: in my uh, understanding, not one of the French New Wave guys sort of came after a little bit, like five, or he was probably around, um, I just don't think he was is he like, like, like writing for Cahier du Cinema, like Godard and Truffaut and R- Rest Nice.
1: Is he like in the Eric Romer kind of territory?
0: Yeah. I well, Romer is kind of French New Wave. Um, I don't know, whatever. He's a French director, late sixties, early seventies. He's not, ne- you know, as associated with that movement as you know some of the people I just listed. Um, but as for his involvement in that movement, I couldn't, I couldn't really say. He's always kind of done his own thing. Mm. Um, I would maybe compare him to like Jacques Demy in terms of like. That's what I was gonna. Yeah. Or maybe, like, an Eric Romer, but Eric Romer, again, like, um, I believe was more associated with Cahier du Cinema. Um, And please, anyone uh, who, you know, knows their shit, if I'm wrong, let me know. And maybe I'll cut in we'll probably
1: look it up, too. Yeah.
0: Um, But, again, this is our kind of first reaction, what we're going in cold with. But I've never seen a Jacques Rivette movie. Um, Oh, so
1: you've never seen this?
0: Never. Yay! Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. I don't really know what I'm in for. Um, I two female leads. Weird. Boring. Uh, Yeah. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Cut that out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, I'm thinking of right now, like you know the movie Daisies. No. It's a Czechoslovakian film, the Czech film, I guess, uh, from the New Wave. Uh, from the late sixties nope. and it has two female leads that kind of go around and do fun shit. Um, and I don't know. That's, that's the only film I can think of right now that might be comparable just in my, you know, expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, Daisies is an awesome movie. You would love it. It's great. It's like an hour too. two. It's oh. just like short and sweet and um insane. And, you know, it's saying some stuff. It's, it's, it's a political film. It's about mm. things. And it's cool. It's just it's just a great film. Cool. Um, kind of wish it was on the list. It's, I'll look it up. It's, it's super cool. Yeah, add it to your list. You'd love it. Um, but besides that, don't really know what I'm in for here. How about you?
1: I know not a thing. Um, I've seen the image on the Sight and Sound Top 100, and it looks cool. It reminded me of, of uh, uh, Jock to Me Colors. Mm. Passingly um, I don't know anything I I know that there's going to be Celine and Julie and a boat Um, And that's pretty exciting to me Because I like water and boats (laughs) And women I like women a lot Women are great I'm (laughs) pro-woman said that like it was a joke But it's true Okay, relax (laughs) (laughs) Do you want
0: to should we watch it? Is there anything else we need to say?
1: Let's talk about current events. <laughs>
0: Follow at Film Babble Pod for, <laughs> for more, more updates on more current events on the podcast. We'll start
1: writing essays, articles.
0: <laughs> um, That'd be
1: cool. That what would if we cool. start our own Cahiers de Cinema? We could. That'd be all right.
0: And nah. we could write about how awesome M. Night Shyamalan is.
1: You can write that.
0: That would be that that's would be kind op-ed. of what they did. They were like John Ford, Howard Hawks, fucking Orson Welles, they're the awesome guys. And everyone in France was like, Fuck Hollywood, and they're like, No, they're parts of Hollywood that's awesome. So we'd come in like the Russo brothers, M. Night Shyamalan. Alright, we've made these before <laughs> are the guys that are changing shit for the better. Disney. Marvel.
1: I love Disney Marvel. <laughs> 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 All
0: right, let's. We're gonna go watch this movie. Um, we'll be right back.
1: We'll see you again. Oh, tenez, l'île pour ajouter à votre collection. Celle-ci
0: vient de Bornéo. Java. Java, Java, Java part. Java. La dernière venait de. Sulimandjaro.
1: I'm
0: ready All right Celine and Julie just went boating Hey And Charlie and I uh, are back. back.
1: back We're back We're back We're back Although I feel like we never left. I do. What does that mean? I feel mean?
0: like we went on a journey.
1: Well, what I meant is in the sense that Like I we, feel like we watched a movie. Well, I feel like we were it's in Vibe City. While we were in Vibe City and then we continued to be in Vibe City and then we left and then we're still in Vibe City. If that makes sense.
0: We're at the bus station of Vibe City waiting for a ticket out. <laughs>
1: Going to the suburb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's that Ben Folds song? Um, I'm rocking the suburbs. I don't like. know. Sorry. <laughs> I just thought you might know.
1: So what's up? Did you have fun? I don't know. Where do we start? I don't
0: think I had fun. Really? I had fun sometimes. I had fun at the end. The, the end was really fun. Hmm. And the beginning was really fun. I think it started getting a little plodding hmm. throughout the middle. It was kind of like uh, oh, 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 a little bit. Um, I guess, yeah, overall first impressions. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I don't think it ever stuck to me. I don't think I ever really locked in to its rhythms. Um, And a big takeaway, like maybe it's a little obvious. Maybe those who are fans of this movie will groan when I say this. It's a little too long. (laughs) In my opinion, it's a little too long. Um, And, you know, I, I came to that realization gradually i didn't want to ha- i didn't want to go there you know we charlie and i you and i were just having this conversation during one of the breaks we took of like you know movies should be longer and who cares how long movies are um and i firmly believe that however you know i just thought it was too long i just thought like let's get let's get to it a little bit Hmm. that's how i felt Mm -hmm. um you know no no hate and it's clear that the movie was made with intent and um they they made the movie they want to make i'm not i'm not saying like uh i don't know i i i think i would have enjoyed the experience a little more if it wasn't three hours and 15 minutes yeah um
1: what do you think shave off one a couple Four minutes?
0: <laughs> Several minutes, <laughs> especially when we start getting into the parallel reality melodrama thing, um, which uh, was was boring
1: for oh, me. Okay,
0: um, but but you know, once they start becoming bigger parts of it, that's when it well, starts to pick up. Yeah, why don't we? But um, especially that, ma- anyways. Um, I I just started to, like, really fight sleep and attention. Uh um, But that being said, I think there is something to be said about maybe my expectations. I think I was, in the first hour and a half, kind of waiting for it to start. Hmm. You know what I mean? A Mm -hmm. little like, oh, we're starting very naturalistic and kind of grounded, even though there's a heightened, like, in, in terms of the filmmaking you know what's happening uh, in terms of the plot is heightened and strange and funny and quirky and weird um but it's slow and uh chill and relaxed very laid back um and it feels like it feels like a movie you and I could have made frankly damn and like in terms of in terms of its <laughs> accessibility i don't mean in terms of the creativity like uh-huh. they're in their city like they're in apartments like it doesn't feel like
1: it's it, natural light
0: yeah typically natural light except in those you know very in the house near yeah. the end the bar um it feels like i could i can wrap my brain around how they made this film whereas you look at something like i don't know even MGM musicals, it's like you know, backlots, studios. How do you do that, right? This is like they got the camera, and they shot in their city, you know.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, and I think I just always had the impression that this movie was more fantastical, was more like out there in terms of uh, the the physical the physical nature of the foo- of the foo of the film um and it it wasn't it just wasn't that it was something else um but i don't know maybe that that's an expectation thing but um yeah i mean that's i feel I'm, that's kind of it what do you think
1: um let's see right off the bat i really enjoyed it like as a whole um i thought it was very fun and playful and had the air of spont- this air of spontaneity that made every scene kind of sparkle for me it felt really fun and really uh explored like they had i don't know it felt like one of those movies that the screenplay was a little bit more skeleton more of a skeleton mm-hmm. and they kind of filled it out And they just were so confident as a team and like with the characters that it kind of was able to develop itself. That's Mm -hmm. how it feels to me. I'm not sure that's of course how it is, but I like a movie that feels like that. Like it's like making itself as it goes. Yeah. I just found it so charming and so mysterious and Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I loved it. I really loved it. I loved like the whole thing. I didn't feel like it was long at all. I honestly felt by the end, I was like, wow, that was a really quick three and a half, three hour, 15 minute movie. Mm. I was shocked by how quick it felt. I mean, there were parts where I was like, oh wow. You know, we've still got an hour and a half left, but I mean, on the whole, I dug it. I dug the, the pace, the rhythm. I never knew what was going to happen next at all, which I really appreciated. Mm. Um, yeah, I just, I loved Celine and Julie's performances so much. And I loved the way they each developed and changed and, you know, took on elements of each other Mm -hmm. and of different people and their relationship and the way that it grew and, and would kind of oscillate was very interesting to me. I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, like I was just mesmerized by it on the whole. Mm. Um, and then to have that other aspect of it, the mystery, the r- proper mystery. Cause I, th- I mean, there's, there's a, an enigmatic quality to them and to their, their escapades around the city and their little conversations and the things, especially Celine is doing earlier on mm. where you're like, what, who is this person? Yeah. You know, um, but when the the real mystery, the real plot kind of yeah. kicks in, yeah. Um, the sec- yeah, like the second plot, right? Yeah. Um, that was I thought that was really interesting and bizarre, and the way For it's sure. introduced is so strange. I don't yeah. know. It's like a magical realism mm-hmm. movie, yeah. Because they ex they accept the strangeness of it. Like it's still strange to them, but yeah. it, without without like the no, this isn't real, and it's like wow, this is a crazy thing that we're doing that the yeah, way we, yeah. that I've experienced and that yeah. now you've experienced that we get mm. to track through together. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm a little bit I'm, I'm having a tough time saying much more than just like I enjoyed it and I had fun and I yeah. found it very charming. Um, because, well, I mean, well, why don't we start with, uh, general synopsis and then see where we go. Okay. Yeah. You (laughs) want to lead on that? (laughs) Sure. Yeah. So, okay. First of all, we open in a park and that opening scene is phenomenal. It's great. I think it is just, yeah. I mean, that is, that's a scene I want to make every single day when I go to a park and I'm sitting on a bench, Uh you know? perfect encapsulation of that you know uh, i'm not anywhere i'm just here in this bench right now and Mm. i'm between two places it's almost liminal but it's very peaceful it's very contented just looking around seeing like these kids playing soccer looking up at a tree over at a house like kind of zeroing in on other people coming Mm. back to yourself Um, reading a book yeah reading a book yeah attention goes somewhere else drawing a a charm on the floor with your heel. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it starts in a park in Paris and the character of Julie with this incredible fiery red hair is sitting on a bench and she's reading a book on magic, drawing a charm with her heel from the book on the ground. Mm. Um, and as she's kind of sitting looking around, you know, minding her own bu- well, not minding her own business, minding everybody else's business, this other woman kind of tumbles across the park across her field of vision stumbling around in these high heels that she's seeming to fall over in and with with all these boas and and things coming off of her and and she drops her sunglasses as she's walking and uh julie sees it and she's you know tries to stop her the woman doesn't hear so she runs grabs the sunglasses and follows after her Mm -hmm. and it turns into this kind of chase where this other woman is is hurrying away and things are falling off of her and she takes a seat and sets something down and forgets it and all the while, Julie is following, picking everything up. But, pretty quickly, she stops trying to get the woman's attention and she's just intrigued by her. Yeah, it becomes a game. Right. Um, And it's, it's this little cat and mouse which is not so suspenseful because... Not at all. No. Like, like the... Uh, the woman in front who we later learn is Celine, um, sees her and knows her and they have like run-ins and then Julie will just wait for her to keep going and then follow after her. Yeah. Um, and then she kind of sees where she's going and camps out and, you know, realizes that it's somewhere like her apartment or something. Isn't but isn't it the, uh, the club where she works at? No, no. Well, she know. does go there, but then ultimately goes yeah, to her apartment, another location. Um, but yeah, so Julie follows her around and it's weird and Celine is kind of evasive. And then Celine writes on a card in this place where she follows her to, her name, her address, and that she's a magician. Mm. So that's kind of cool. So this whole time, I'm wondering, you know, like, w- what what is it about this woman that's, you know, caught her attention? Obviously, she's eccentric. Obviously, there's something about her that's messy and chaotic and mm. exciting. But I was wondering, like, did she conjure her? You mm. know, when she cast that spell <laughs> on the floor, I was like, did she did she does she think she conjured her? And this is like yeah. kind of a Bella Baxter situation. Yeah. Where this is now her thing to kind of introduce to the world, which is not the case at all. And but then once it's revealed that she's a magician, I was like, Oh, maybe it's a magician that she really likes and she like kind of was inspired by him and wants to take after. Mm. Not really. I think it's just like a, a connection between the two, yeah. which yeah. I later come to believe is, like a, is a psychic connection that these two people have, some weird bond yeah. Um, that is strengthened by the vents of the film. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Julie goes away, and we get the first card that says, but the next morning. Yeah, which is um, the only title? Yeah, it's the only
0: title. It's the only title in the movie. And there are four of them. And there's a bunch of
1: them. Um, The next morning, Julie returns to this last scene where she's followed Celine to this apartment or whatever and goes into a cafe or a bar. And Julie is seated inside, or Celine is seated inside. She goes, she sits down and she hands her all of her things. Mm -hmm. And Celine says, thank you, sir. Yep. And then Julie goes, I'm not going to have any coffee, and chugs her cognac or whatever she's drinking, yeah. and then leaves.
0: Yeah. And then doesn't she, like, follow her? She, like, waits outside of Julie's apartment with, like, an injury on her knee.
1: Well, the next thing that happens is, there is uh, we're at the library.
0: Oh, well, yeah. Where Julie she's works. At the library.
1: And now. And, and now
0: Celine's Celine, the one yeah. trying to, like, fuck with her and get her attention.
1: Yeah. And Celine's, like, Drawing on the books and mm-hmm. slamming them on the table. Mm-hmm. And then... Which she, is
0: great. That's what yeah. That part's awesome.
1: Yeah. And it doesn't work. And then she hurries out. And there's also a great... In there, there's a great tarot card reading. But the, the point is, like, I'm going to speed it up because every scene is just kind of like this, where things are happening and mm-hmm. life is happening around these characters.
0: And when we get to the library, how...
1: Isn't that, like, nearly an hour into the movie? No. No? No. No. Like, probably 25 minutes? No. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: We paused it. They were... We
1: paused it. it. No, we didn't pause until after she had showered. Mm. I think.
0: Either way, the pace of the movie is... Pretty consistent yeah. throughout. Like every scene has the same speed, uh-huh. pretty much.
1: It's like a slow hurry. What do you mean by that? Well, it's not fast, but it feels like—I don't know—it feels like it's it's clipping along at it like a feel like that to me. It was like leisurely, but also it didn't feel like it was meandering to me even when literally it was like the characters (laughs) were literally meandering. It still felt like the film was like chugging. Yeah.
0: Um, I didn't feel that it felt, um, I don't mean this word in a bad way. Lazy, just kind of lazy Mm. laying around like not, not in a rush at all. Um, which is, um, which is fine, which is fine. And I, I think like, uh it's it's clear that's intentional to me in my head um it didn't feel like there was something going amiss mm-hmm. with the pace you know what I mean um but it's it can be it was a tough pill to swallow for me that pace yeah. was tough of like the we're in no rush we're just hanging out and um, yeah. I I had trouble for sure like hmm. staying engaged with the movie and just getting on that wavelength.
1: Hmm. Okay. I I meditated this morning for the first time in a while and I felt like a good I feel like I was in the right place for it. That's good. Like I was just sitting on the couch. Yeah, I felt, in, you felt
0: like you know, um during the film just kind of like <sighs> I might have to watch this again. Yeah. Yeah. Um Not, you know, that, that doesn't necessarily, um, what's the word? Opposite of validate, negate, negate my feelings and my, you know, initial reaction. Cause you know, a movie that you need to be in one mood for whatever.
1: I don't think, well,
0: I, yeah, I'm not saying that, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like it, it wasn't able to connect for me and, the feeling that i that i could were i in a different state of mind um, that's how i felt you mm-hmm. know just kind of like right maybe maybe i if i come back to this one um when i'm a little less stressed out yeah. <laughs> and busy with uh-huh. stuff you know if i have some time to just kind of like really be present with it yeah um i might enjoy it more uh huh um, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it. God, it makes me envy, uh, like a European lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. It's very beautiful.
0: feels like they shot in the summer. Relax
1: and like, yeah. Take time to sit in the park and then walk around and argue on a, at, around a table outside. Mm. Of course, all that that happens here. And I do all of those things, but especially the argue, <laughs> um, but I don't know. There's just something about yeah Europe that feels languid and slow and calm. Yeah, I get you. Because I'm an outsider. But, yeah, I just, yeah, I felt really relaxed. I, f- I felt like it was a spa, like a <laughs> soothing bath. <laughs> All right. Um, I just loved it. Okay, yeah. but anyway, so gist of it is, they're kind of following each other around and ultimately Julie is outside or Celine is outside Julie's door with a big gash in her leg
0: mm-hmm. and
1: Julie invites her in and she takes a shower and while she's showering she's talking about a safari she took and I feel that's probably the f- one of the earlier times in the film where there's significant dialogue. The time yeah, before for that sure. is at the library. Barely. Julie is talking to, is doing a tarot reading with her coworker mm. and there's talking there. And then there isn't really talking again until Celine's in the shower. But I feel like it's interesting how all of the elements of what she's saying in some way or another come back in the film because it doesn't really make any sense. And you're not sure why she's saying what she's saying about the safari, but, yeah, about her time in Africa and, um, she talks about like a tiger, a Bengal tiger. And -hmm. then later, you know, Julie's old nanny calls her, her little Bengali. Mm -hmm. And there's just like a lot of these little things that kind of don't really make sense, but that find their way into the narrative later on in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, it feels like a a subconscious film in in a handful of ways. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and then they kind of. She so so Julie learns from Celine that Celine feels like she was being followed or chased by this family she was working for, Um, and it's pretty vague. But she discovers something mysterious and frightening about them, and then they find out that she discovered it, and so she feels like they're chasing her. Um, So Julie kind of like takes care of her, puts her to bed. Wakes her up the next morning, gives her breakfast in bed, and then asks her, what was the address of the house? And she tells her, and then Julie goes to that address. And while she's doing that, um, Celine is, you know, dicking around in Julie's apartment, opens this big chest, and finds a picture of the house in her trunk. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, I was like, okay, um yeah, and then and then she
0: goes into the house. Yeah, Julie goes into the house, and that kind of kicks off the rest um, of the film.
1: Yeah, yeah, kicks out the rest of the film. And while, but while she's doing that, Celine goes on a meets Julie's like first love. Yeah, who's Disgui- her? Who's her cousin? Yeah, disguised <laughs> as her, mm-hmm. and goes. back just bananas on him.
0: Yeah, they're in a park.
1: Oh, my God. That, that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. That's a crazy good scene. Yeah. I was in disbelief. Um, and just basically ruins this romance for Julie. Mm-hmm. Despite just meeting her. It's was so... When that comes
0: back later. He calls her, but mm-hmm. it's actually Julie on the phone. Yeah. And she's kind of like, what are you talking yeah. about? See you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of hangs up the phone. Uh-huh. Which is fun.
1: Yeah, but... I don't know. You can you can tell that there's this wild streak in Celine. You know, there's something about her that is is dramatic and performative, and Mm -hmm. uh, literally
0: with her profession.
1: Yeah, she's a magician, right? Mm -hmm. But um, but she's just very uh, impulsive, and someone later calls her a pathological liar, and you're kind of. Uh, One of her friends at the table.
0: Oh, yeah. They have that conversation.
1: Um, And you're kind of inclined to believe believe him, I think, because she's so impulsive and so committed. And she was
0: lying about her. Yeah. During that whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) She was lying. Yeah. And they're like, you're fucking lying. It was crazy. It
1: was like, yeah. So basically, from that point on, there's this weird... Reversal where now Julie comes out of the house and she has this kind of tottering... Um,
0: like she's in a daze. Like yeah, she just she's in a daze. She, she
1: has amnesia about her time in the house um, and it's really distressing to her. Um, and Celine contemplates leaving because it's just weird and uncomfortable and she doesn't know this girl. Mm-hmm. But she sticks around and kind of nurses her through it and gets some of the details out of the story and basically the whole thing flips, and now Celine is taking care of Julie in the same manner that yep. Julie was taking care of Celine, mm-hmm. to the point where she, she asks the next morning after she's given her breakfast in bed, what was the address, and then goes to the address, yep. the and address that she, she, she gave Julie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and from then on, there's this whole thing about their, their memory of what's going on in this house. They, and it's, they piece it's, it together. Yeah, and it's the same day lived out over and over, And they're play. Um,
0: they're both play the same woman. Yeah. In that, in that kind of day.
1: Yeah. And they're trying to figure out uh, what happened. Yeah. And who, who, who committed a crime or murder. Mm. But yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't even
0: read like a murder mystery thing like that.
1: Not in the, in the way that it's like frightening and you're, and you're kind of on the edge of your seat wondering, but it is like exciting. It's like, well, because that's how they approach it. They they think it's really fun. They're treating it like a soap opera. Yeah. They want to know what happened because like, oh, wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how I feel watching it. I want to know what happened. I want to know who did it. It's exciting, but it's not – there's no danger there. Mm-hmm. But that's also partially because we already know what happened. So – yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but I feel like anything more than that. Well, I mean, it's it's not really a, a film to spoil, Yeah. but we don't need to get into too many more details if you haven't and uh seen it yet. Celine or, guess, poses you know,
0: as Celine. Julie. Um and goes to her work. Goes to like performs No, oh, Julie, Julie goes poses as Celine. As Celine. Celine. Mixed yeah,
1: well, well then we should talk about the first scene first, the first magician scene
0: where she where, where, oh, yeah, yeah, performs. Yeah, she, she does a whole
1: magic act at this, uh, bar club. Club, whatever. magic, 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 Show. cub. Yeah. Cub. She's, she's <laughs> a magician and her name is M- Madragora.
0: Yeah, something like that. Manga.
1: Madragora, I think. Okay. And I, I know. <laughs> um, and she has this whole act that's pretty funny. Um, where she's doing magic and just yeah. kind of looking nonchalant and mm-hmm. a little mischievous. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sick.
0: I I loved, I loved Julie's version a lot where she just kind of does this like dance performance thing monologue. Yeah. so <laughs> It's basically, awesome. Yeah. So
1: basically, Celine does her performance and Julie watches like after her first day in the house. Mm-hmm. And is just kind of like, what's going on? Um, but I think she's having a lot of fun. She's enjoying it. Um, but the crowd is a little bit mixed. Like, there's this one guy who heckles Solina. Yeah, he gets kicked out. But, um, instantly,
0: which is pretty funny.
1: But after the show, all the magicians and the her the people who work with her are kind of getting out of makeup and stuff in the dressing room. There's and, a monkey. Yeah, there's a there's a
0: chimpanzee. in one shot. There's a fucking <laughs> monkey.
1: And uh, the director of the show comes in and he's like talking to Celine and he says he wants to book her on an international tour. And there are these people who are going to pay her a ton yeah. of money, to take her all over the world because she's that good. And she's so excited about it. And so she and Julie go off and do whatever. And then um, Julie goes to the house the next day. All of this culminates to on the third day, they flip a coin to see who's going to go back to kind of solve the mystery. Mm. And, Julie has to... Or Celine has to go again. Sorry, Celine goes the second time, and then Celine has to go again on the third yeah. day. And while Celine is gone, Julie is doing all these things without her. Like... What does she do? I just
0: remember that she does... She goes to the club and poses as her. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what else she does. Maybe goes to the park. <laughs> I don't fucking remember.
1: Yeah, I don't remember either. But she goes to the club, and... Um, my, my,
0: my, my. I remember her boss is like freaking out because he's like, yeah. "What the fuck, you know?" Because the
1: investors or whatever, yeah, yeah. Tour managers have come to like see the act before you know t- deciding on the tour, and it's Julie getting ready,
0: mm-hmm. and she's just cool as a cucumber and is like, "Don't worry, baby, it's gonna be all good." <laughs> and I remember feeling like, of course he's worried.
1: I yeah. <laughs> just kind of, who are you? Yeah, like, <laughs> and he goes, and she goes, "Oh, you've never heard of." Um, um, Kamikaze. Yeah, Kamikaze <laughs> is her name. <laughs> but she has to like think about it. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, her that scene, her performance. Oh yeah, it's great. So she goes up She's in front of these so investors so and basically the piano plays and she just sings and dances and emotes mm-hmm. and just wings it. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, and then she gets pissed and starts like jeering at the people get yeah. the and runs out and they start chasing her. And then, and that then that goes right back yeah. into, uh, she picks up. Yeah. She picks Celine up and they start, I feel like after that, it's just back to the house. They put it together, back to the house. They put it together. Then they go to the house. Yeah. That's like the rest of the movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Um, the last hour and a half probably.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's a pretty, uh, basic plot rundown i don't know i kind of want to get into just like how the movie feels to watch because it's you know we're describing the plot and it is i don't know the plot is of course significant but there's like a this is an experience kind of movie like uh-huh. uh, i've I brought up the pace a lot but the like the rhythm of of this movie even though the girls you know Many scenes are just like maybe them in an apartment, joking around and talking and whatever, laughing. laughing. Um, it's I I totally get what you mean with the like the the way you put it before of like a like a hurried um, slowness or something. Uh-huh.
1: Slow hurry.
0: Slow hurry. Um, it it. I don't, I've i never seen a movie like it. That's for sure. I've never seen a movie like this.
1: It's like you're getting... You're late for work and you're getting ready but you keep getting distracted and you're like having a fun time. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I get that. Like you're, you're running late. You're going to be late and so you've kind of accepted it but you're trying to get there as quick as you can mm-hmm. but you also just keep getting like... Your friend makes a joke and you're like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, wait, I need to make lunch. <laughs> and you... Mm-hmm. You know and then at the end of the movie it's like oh i miss work
0: yeah a- and magical realism what like you said earlier is a, is a great way to kind of frame it it's grounded in many ways like the there's like handheld the, the opening scene mm. i think is all intro. like yeah. yeah yeah it it really kind of lays the groundwork pretty perfectly for how things are going to go Though it does surprise with, you know, <laughs> with many parts of the movie. But, like, yeah. especially the last hour or so where things kind of pull apart more. Um, Yeah, it is. I mean, this is a strange movie. This is a very strange movie that doesn't, like... Um, I was thinking a lot of, like, The French New Wave as we watched it. And this is, like... This is doing its own thing. Mm-hmm. It's not in that conversation to me. Um, whereas those films are like indebted to Hollywood films and genre films and things like that. This this feels like a French art film that's like just gonna do its own thing, 100% do its own thing, mm-hmm. um, which is special. And, and yeah. I don't think I've... I'm trying to think of other French films that like, well, I mean, Varda does her own thing. I mean, whatever, whatever. Yeah,
1: I was thinking about Varda a little bit. And I feel mm -hmm. like Claire Denis embraces elements of this.
0: Oh, I was thinking of uh, The Delinquents, which is a movie that came out in 2023. Um, It's an Argentinian film. It's like three hours. And it's a heist movie. Um, why haven't I heard of this I don't know it's on movie
1: should watch it from last year yeah wow
0: but it came out in the past like month or two months I think
1: oh huh
0: maybe uh, but they were they were like doing a uh, highlight or something on it yeah um, I watched it I didn't know anything about it but it has a similar pace so this this leisurely lazy pace mm-hmm. and it's to the film's betterment Um, and and i would argue it's to this film's betterment as well but you know it didn't connect with me as much as that one did um my point being there's a clear intention with the pace and i was thinking oh this dude must have seen this movie whoever directed this movie must yeah. have seen this movie cuz it's like about two lead characters who have this kind of bond um, though not nearly as uh abstract as as Celine and Julie's that get caught up in this thing and um and yeah, there's there's like these detours that are taken that are just wonderful and, and strange and like filled with the kind of uh, juice for life and presence in life that I think this movie, I think I've, I feel more through its construction more so than its actual story and plot and characters. It feels like that this piece of art is reflective of a like joy and um easiness in making art that's beautiful you know that that is that is uh encouraging Mm -hmm.
1: um
0: and that it doesn't have to be this like uh scathing thing or this this pressured um world-moving, yeah. earth-shaking, like, treatise. It's like art, art can be loose and slow and lazy. And spontaneous. And spontaneous and fun um, while also challenging you. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't have to necessarily be about the thing, right? Be about that, you know, um, which might also explain my my difficulties with it like as um because i i really want to emphasize that i i don't like i wasn't at all thinking this movie sucks just like this is tough yeah this is tough Mm -hmm. it's tough to like lock in and it's tough to make heads or tails of what what i'm saying um for me maybe not for everyone um but for those who've seen the delinquents and enjoyed it check check this movie out um yeah that that is the closest like comparison i can make
1: well yeah it reminds me a little bit of jean genet's the maids which i think i've talked to you about before it's a play about these two maids um it's an absurdist play uh and it's fascinating i love it but it's about these two maids And at the beginning of the play, you don't know this, but that one um, one of them is impersonating the mistress that they work for, and the other one is impersonating the other maid. So for the first like, good chunk of the play, you take one character to be someone else, madam, and the other one to be Claire, and then or Solange or whatever, and then the madam comes home, and then it's it's changed. And it's it's crazy and they talk about like how they want to kill people and when it's really like dark and uh-huh. there's like, you know, controlling and, but it's really funny and weird. And there's just kind of that thing of like these people are changing mm. so, um, like greatly. Yeah. And there's an element of that here too. Cause like in one scene, Julie is really shy and kind of soft spoken. And then in another scene she's brash and standing on a stage performing for these men like not a fear or care in the world feeling like Mm -hmm. she's the only person on earth who is right
0: yeah yeah
1: and that's really interesting and like kind of just following those shifts and believing them Mm -hmm. um is profound yeah and it's profound to watch these characters think and grow and change and like regress Mm mm-hmm (laughs) it's this this is like i think this is the hardest film to talk about this is a hard one to talk like what do we say because i i wrote down all these notes throughout the film and now i'm looking at them and i'm like okay yeah mine are pretty basic i kept thinking throughout the first half just like there's witchcraft afoot (laughs) well
0: there's you know they're clearly establishing magic as as a thing Mm -hmm. but it's what's interesting is that it's like um the way the film presents it at least in that first scene the you know julie's reading about magic and and in the later scene is doing like a tarot reading Mm -hmm. so there's this kind of mysticism this theme of like magic and mysticism
1: it's also like aspirational
0: yeah it's like it's the character is reading about it it's not like in the logic of the movie until it is mm-hmm. until it becomes a part of it but even then that that like the magic that or no it it is right how does she like make the potion that she makes a potion right a memory potion
1: that's near the end
0: i know but like how does she know to do that does she read it in the book
1: they get this they steal they break into the library at night Right. And steal right. the spell books. The spell books. I suppose. Um, These like books up on the top, top shelf hidden away. <laughs> and they're wearing, oh, that's so funny. They roller skate to the library. Uh, yeah. At like the, 2 a.m. In,
0: in like a balaclava. Balaclavas. And, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: but before that, I mean, she's making a Celine on their first night or first night. Yeah. A Bloody Mary or I guess morning. And, We see her making the Bloody Mary, and in the other room, Celine goes, I'd love a Bloody Mary, just as Julie walks in with two Bloody Marys, and she drops one, because she's like, how did you do that? I just made you one. And that is something that is mirrored later with Julie, where um, Julie plays along with the lie Celine was telling to her friend group about her being an American without without Celine ever telling her about it. And that's when Celine is like, oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. Which I think is because they've both been in that house. So they have this connection. Well, they have a connection, but they also have a um a foothold in the spiritual realm. Mm. Like Ju- Julie goes from wanting to understand magic and like partake in it to actually having a a grasp on it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and while while the I feel like the filmmaking stays relatively in the same zone in terms of groundedness. You know, they go into a house. They don't go into like the spiritual realm with cla you know, with yeah, crazy set design. It's a house. Um they drink a potion, but it's you know, it's like some pink drink.
1: You know what I mean, <laughs> it's like pink. It's like Starbucks unicorn <laughs> frappuccino. Um,
0: which, which I, I really dig. I really dig. I um, again, magical realism. Mm-hmm. That this is a magical realism movie for sure. I feel like the more we talk about it, and the more it kind of sits in my head, it's like there's no other way to put it. Um, they're in Paris. The cameras on the ground with them yeah Um, there's this really like again accessible quality to the production from my you know from where i'm sitting that feels like you know they have the same tools as us they just have the imagination to like Mm -hmm. put it together
1: well and they have the like they have the freedom like there's such a simple relaxed quality to it Mm -hmm. it feels so self-assured feels like the actors are so like, whatever, you know, we can yeah. do this. Yeah. Like there's not an ounce of. Inhibition. Forced. Yeah. About it. It feels so natural. Which yeah. is hard as fuck to do. Yeah. Like that, watching, watching those performances from go, it was just like, whoa, those actors are. Comfy. That is free. Yeah. That is really free. Yeah. He could ask them to do anything and they'd be like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Towards the end too. Mm-hmm. they a lot. Julie fun. in particular, I really love. Yeah. She's really she's a bag of tricks as an actor. <laughs> Very versatile. Um. Yeah, I, I
0: mean, I feel like the more the more we talk about it and the more things fall into place, the more I feel like I enjoyed it. Um and maybe that's just a retroactive you know, the more we make sense of it. Um, it's a tough cookie, this movie. It's a tough cookie.
1: Yeah. When did it come out? I'm looking it up right now. Because I also want to know who played Julie. Because she looks familiar. Uh, this movie came out in 1974. Okay. Yep. <laughs> what?
0: Juliet. Juliet Berto played Celine and Dominique Labouillet played Julie.
1: Mm-hmm. Right and Juliet Berto's in La Chinoise by Godard. That she is. And Weekend. All right. Cool.
0: Wait, they wrote it. Who? Juliet, Dominique, Jacques Rivette a woman named Bea Augier, who plays I think uh Camille one of the one of the you know
1: uh-huh Oh Camille people. in in the house in the house and Marie-France Pissier, who played Sophie they all wrote it yeah whoa i wonder if they get writing credits cuz they improved it or if it like they yeah, properly wrote it i don't, I don't know together. what the
0: um what the thing is with that but
1: Mm. Wow Someone on Letterboxd said A movie about getting high, being gay And binge watching TV Rivet was a filmmaker ahead of his time <laughs> <laughs> You just looked so like Contemptuous Skeptical
0: <laughs> Okay so So he was a part of the French New Wave. Um So there. He wrote for Cahir du Cinema. Okay. I was wrong. Cahier. Um so he was Boys with Truffaut and Godard and Romer. Um Wow. Yeah.
1: Never mind. Are you Embarrassed? No. Well, not yet. Yeah, so
0: he was into the to these films as well. John Ford and um
1: See that makes sense well, to me because of the whole thing in the house. Like that felt that really felt reminiscent of genre filmmaking.
0: It didn't to me. It the, felt it the felt more like the theater or something.
1: I don't know. It felt like melodrama.
0: Well, they call or, it melodrama, so it was that was the intention. But uh-huh. um,
1: that's how it felt to me. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe. <laughs> kind of like mommy dearest esque acting. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, with the man and the woman and the dress and the little
1: kid. That man the did murder. Not, he like the, I I just loved almost every single thing about the film, but the actor who played the man in the house. Oh my god! Dry as a cinnamon stick. Yeah. Like wow! Seriously, just dude. every time. Bone dry. There was and, a scene with he him. Felt like dude. Like, sometimes he was okay, but, like, he felt as if he wasn't in on it, like everybody else. Like, there there was a moment where he, l- I felt like he looked at the camera, just, like, out of the corner of his eye. And I was just <laughs> like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> He's, like, surrounded by these really capable actors, mm-hmm. you know? Especially in that, with those two women who were both, you know, really yeah, laying was it made. on thick, yeah, you yeah. know? And he was just kind of this weird, pale dude. I hated every scene. shitty haircut. <laughs> well, <laughs> he was ugly.
0: Um, yeah, any scene that he was in where J- Julie or Celine weren't with him, I was like, dude, let's move on. Because they were long. <laughs> they Skip. were long scenes of just like. You didn't think they were that long. I did. I was like, God damn, well, let's fucking so, move on. I felt the opposite. I wanted it to slow down. <laughs> I wish they were longer. I wish he was in more of it. Um,
1: what else? What do you want to talk what, about? I don't, like, I don't know. know, man. I, mean, I don't have anything to say. I feel what, like
0: I'm... How do, How should we recommend this film?
1: I think, okay. I think it is overall a great time. I was thinking about Ella. Me too! I think she would really enjoy this Yeah, film. I was
0: actually going to text her. Ella, if you're listening to I this. I was also going to, so... All right, well, I'll text her first.
1: We can make a group chat.
0: Sure. You need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> your eyes are bulging out of your um, head and you look like you're going to break. I think Cat would like this film. Cat
1: kind like of it. reminded me of Celine. Like I feel like she could play a role like that really well. You should really watch well. your mouth.
0: That's my girlfriend, all right? I
1: think well, she let's could move play on. a role like that really <laughs> well.
0: Well, I don't think she could.
1: Oh. Oh my. Sorry. This is getting away from yeah, us. Yeah, it is. Whatever. Okay, let's wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. What do
0: you think uh, Igor would do with this?
1: I don't know. I don't know because, like, I just found it so wonderful and so endearing and fun, and I really liked it, and I, Mm -hmm. like, I was contemplating, ultimately, I'm not sure on this first watch, but, like, solidly in the first half, I was like, oh, this could be a new favorite. Mm. I loved it so much. But at the end, I'm like, I really liked it, but I, I'm not sure I'm ready for that yet. Yeah. But
0: yeah, it's great. I mean- I want to come back to it for sure. Yeah, it was, I'd like it to was, too. I feel like it would
1: be fun to a watch tough again. one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and just try to like, yeah. when I know what I'm getting in,
1: what I'm in for a little more. Yeah. Um, I'd recommend it to women. I feel like women yeah. would really enjoy this. Um, I mean, not that men wouldn't, but like, it's it's a lot of like, women having fun together and just goofing off. And Mm -hmm. I appreciate that a lot about this film. And and I'm seeing reflected by the letterbox reviews, you know, people feeling like it's like lesbian comedy, which I definitely felt elements of. I I wouldn't necessarily go that far, Mm -hmm. but I think that that's, there's definitely room for that read of it. Um. Yeah. It feels very feminine to me, despite being directed by a man. For sure. For sure. There is that kind of, like, male gazy camera thing, but, like, within the, within, like, on frame, it feels like they were doing their thing.
0: What part of it feels
1: male gazy to you? Well, like, not male gazy, perhaps, but uh, I don't necessarily. I, I feel. I feel like it's, I I can see that it's directed by a man in the way that it's shot and edited. I don't know. There's kind of a, like the way he looks at the women is, it doesn't feel like it's by another woman. I don't know how to explain it better than that. So maybe it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's just like a feeling, but, um, and it's not even, it's not a negative feeling. I shouldn't have said male gaze, but yeah, yeah, um, I get you. Okay. It's like a kind of like a, a like an interest as opposed to a camaraderie with them. But the actresses who, you know, we, who wrote it um in some way have such a like a spark with each other and like they just kind of mm. flourish. Yeah. I love it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think women would like this movie. Um <laughs> the way that sounded yeah that sounded weird that pro- i think women Chicks would fucking would like this. it <laughs> this is a this is a chick flick it's a chick flick for sure <laughs> um yeah i mean theo check this one out. i don't know if you'll i don't know how you'll feel, but give it a shot.
1: how caught up is he do you know i'm not sure he i'm not sure
0: i gotta reach out to him um yeah I would say this is more on the like Tougher side of this list for me, yeah. Um, in a uh, purely in, in in the experience, I feel like I'm glad I watched it, and it's a it's a really fresh and new kind of way to do this. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. I want to come back to it, um, and and yeah, I mean. I mean, that's all I got yeah. for you, you know? That's all I got. Yeah. Um, that's, I agree. You know, this is the show. First reactions. Totally. That's where I'm at.
1: I feel the same way. I feel, well, I feel, I didn't feel like it was, I, I would say it's tougher than a lot of the other films we've watched just because it is three 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 hours and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So that that is an endurance game. And thankfully I've built up, I don't want to say tolerance, but I've built up a, 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 Uh, a capacity for this kind of filmmaking mm. that I can like get into it for three hours and fifteen minutes. But I'm sure if I watched this a year or two ago, I, it would have been a lot harder. Yeah, than it was today. Um. Also, it's the morning too. Yeah, we started it at like 10 a.m. 10:30. Yeah. But um, I would recommend I would recommend it highly to everyone who listens. Uh, I would say don't be afraid of it because it's not yeah. scary. It's not. It's, it's yeah. not really hard. It's just like. Go in with a clear mind, with an open mind, and like get like get into the rhythm and just kind of enjoy the ride. Embrace it. Don't yeah yeah. It's not something that you have to be like steeled for. Mm. Just have some snacks and water and start at like five p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. What about the list? I mean, I love it. I love that it's on the list because yeah, I think it's. it's I don't cool. know how I would have ever have seen this, bef- you know. Otherwise, mm-hmm. um, it's really different, and it's really, it's just like sick filmmaking. So innovative, so motivated, mm. so obvious. Like watching it, it's like, of course, that's how you film that mm. in this film. Yeah, which I love.
0: Yeah, I think it's a it's a great representation of the french new wave like i i I think um what's up
1: after learning that it's french new wave
0: yeah now that i mean coming back to it like yeah i thought that he was just kind of doing his own thing but like no he's he's part of that movement and Mm -hmm. i think like it's definitely changed my perception of like the kind of filmmaking that that movement represents you know of mm-hmm. Godard and Truffaut but this is also and 1974. And 1974 yeah so it's, it's later been time that's right it's 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 later but um, it's still I would assume looked at that this is his big film Rivette. this is yeah. his like most famous film and mm-hmm. for a, a filmmaker that is like you know though it's near the tail end arguably even at the end of this movement um I think it's great to see this film, uh, kind of like showing the possibilities of that movement of of like, um, where 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 these limbs can stretch, you know. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, not not to say that even Godard and Truffaut are like making the same kind of movies. They're very different filmmakers, but there is there's a similar. Uh, there's a similar quality to some of their movies um, that I can't put my finger on that this movie really defies in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm cool with that. Well, yeah. This is a cool movie.
1: When well, you talk about how you you describe them as cold, right?
0: Godard is cold. Yeah, Truf- not Truffaut. Truffaut is not cold
1: to okay. me. Well, then I don't know. I haven't um, seen a Truffaut film. There's like
0: ever. a there's like a like a formalism. There like when you're watching. A French New Wave film, it feels like you're watching films by critics, by thinkers and theorists and people who write for a fucking magazine, you know, who have all these big ideas on film and how it should be done. And even though Rivette, I would assume, d- shares those qualities, there's something about this film that feels purely artistic um, and kind of just for the sake of itself that I really... Mm-hmm that I don't associate with something like breathless. Yeah. Or something like the 400 blows. Though the 400 blows feels, you know, Truffaut's f- films feel more human and warm and uh kind of alive than mm-hmm. Godard's. But th- this is like a this is a, this is the the museum piece, the art piece, the you know, we're going to dress up in these costumes
1: and Yeah. Well,
0: have all this crazy stuff.
1: There's also something about it that feels pretty sleek. And I don't know you can correct me if I'm wrong, but just for future reference, you can always correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. I know before this point, you know, you kinda save it for off. Yeah. I just didn't want to embarrass you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> but but I feel like You're wrong. I feel as though there is a kind of um uh uh, um, what is the word I'm looking for? There's a removal of artifice or a a, a desire to have as little artifice as possible mm. that I can connect between the films of Godard and this film. Like a, a reaction to, you know, over dramatization or sensationalism in mm-hmm. film. Like this film feels very... As you say, chill. And like removing that, like, this is a movie. Yeah. It's like these are people yeah, doing yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And the moments when it feels like a movie are when they're in that, you know, they're recalling the events of this, you know, mm. crazy experience. And then when they're yeah. actually in it, it doesn't even have that sheen anymore. The sh- like the, the, Grandeur of their memory is stripped away when they're living it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. So I feel like that is something interesting.
1: that that I that harkens back to what I what little I know of the French New Wave.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I really just in my my response to this film, like I love moviness, I really do, and like. You're right. This movie kind of like strips that away, strips moviness away, while still doing these things, and uh, and it's interesting.
1: Hmm. It's funny. I'm not sure. I do love moviness. Okay. No, I just like that's it. like we've talked about it before, mm. but sometimes I'm put off by moviness. It's like a little too rich for me, mm-hmm. depending on how it's yeah, used, depending. but. That's just interesting. I feel like that's
0: yeah. I mean, you know, it's not a hard and fast rule. You know, it's it changes. Depend. It's always dependent on yeah. the things. But
1: um, well, like, I, it you, just made me think about our divergent responses to like "Knock at the Cabin," for instance. Yep. yeah. I or "Bottoms." The same thing. Like it was too moviey for me, and it like made me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you love that shit. I do.
0: <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> <laughs> but, I didn't mean that in a bad No, right? I know, I know. I'm just thinking. It's, it, it is interesting. Because I can, you know, of course, I could be re- repelled by it. I think it's like sincerity. Mm. Sincerity that I'm looking for in it, you know. If I feel like a movie is just like... Which I feel like this movie is super sincere, which I love. I but love. it's also
1: very self-aware.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean that that's the thing is like if if the self aware quality gets in the way of that sincerity and you know this is all super
1: it perverts it for you huh perverts it for you yeah uh-huh.
0: yeah yeah you know if it's if the honesty of something is muddled i feel like that's when i get a little
1: yeah like well, with it,
0: the case with bottoms it's yeah. like the the honesty i find in that movie is the like We're just going to be funny and like, that's it. This is going to be funny as shit and crazy and fun. And that's, that's the goal. That's what it cares about. And that's what it does. And Knock at the Cabin is like, like a genre film that with just excellent trimmings on it. It's like, it's just like a fucking, like a race car or something with nitro boost and a spoiler no. and just badass shit on it. It's like it's like uh, a genre film made by a fucking master craftsman by like someone who just loves film and is not ashamed of it and just just loves like big moments and you know suspense and these things <laughs> and and I I just really resonated with that yeah. with that part of the movie.
1: What? Um yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just thinking about. Did I tell you this? One of one of my good friends, um, we saw a movie together, and they really liked it, and I really didn't. And they texted me after, and they said, "I think the difference between us is, I like to enjoy movies, and you, or I like to enjoy things, and you do not." <laughs> and I read it, and I was like, I totally like in my head. I was like, I totally get what you mean. Mm. And I think, in a way, that's true, and that's sort of a a point of um, uh, I don't even want to say contention, but just like something that I, I find I often not butt heads with people about, but that mm-hmm. like takes me away from from somebody else's opinion or perspective. Yeah, that causes a, a, a just like a argument. Totally, which which, which in- is that I I I don't often. Settle into a movie and, and have fun like I, I have to feel like I'm in really really capable hands to do it like in this movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can do that. Yeah, I, I don't turn off the analytical brain. I don't turn off like I'm picking out everything as yeah. or whatever I see but but I do feel like this is how I have fun like watching 2001. I have a lot of fun mm. But watching something that I feel like I've heard described, and this is super vague in general, but like a, a film in theaters that everyone's like, oh, it's so fun. Go see it. I don't, I, I seldom have fun with that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, well, there's a, re. you know, I, I think you just have different, like, different interests, different tastes, mm-hmm. like what, what you enjoy. And like, I don't give a shit. We We like similar stuff you know and i i also like you know stuff like bottoms and knock at the cabin um but i also like i feel you you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i i also get a lot of enjoyment out of movies like 2001 and you know the the movies that people will be like oh it's boring shit like boring french movies bro Uh uh-huh and it's like um if anything like you're out here like carrying the cross in a way (laughs) because you like you don't like both you just like the one you know and there's nothing wrong well i've uh, you know i'm generalizing uh, uh You, you prefer a certain kind of movie
1: yeah
0: um and and people will be like you don't like to enjoy stuff and i've gotten that from people which is like all right you don't know me like clearly, if you say that about me,
1: yeah, I'm a um, fun person.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, whatever, bro. Like, I'm funny. I like it all. I like it all. And, you know, yeah. just because I like one part of cinema does not mean it's I, I'm a fun hating. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um. So like, I feel you, and I like. You're fine, bro. You like to have fun. Yeah. Like, you're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> we're friends we like to have fun you're a fun guy high five you're a fun guy
1: um well thanks i that wasn't why i brought it up i didn't need you to tell me i'm fun but i i just it's interesting because i don't know this is how i have fun i like like i like to enjoy this movie mm-hmm. a lot you like rupaul though yeah that's true so yeah yeah <laughs>
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. Whatever, bro. Yeah. Tell me I don't like You like good fun. stuff. Yeah, you like, like good drag stuff. Drag race. It's like, oh, I want to watch good movies. And people are like, bro, you don't like to have fun. Fuck yeah. you. Sorry. Fuck all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop this. Fuck everyone who listens to this show.
1: I don't even Fuck know what we talking about for like 45 you. minutes. Fuck <laughs> you. How long has this been going on?
0: An hour and twenty-five minutes. Whoa. No, it's we're this recording's 36 minutes.
1: Oh, okay, we're fine. Yeah, we're fine.
0: Um I'm also probably gonna cut out the part where I say Um, fuck you to everyone who listens to this. You can keep that,
1: but like cut out the discussion about time, maybe. All right. I think I'll do what I want. Are you pressed, bro? (laughs) You pressed um anyways. Who else can we talk shit about? All right, um, that friend, if you're listening, just know I'm not I'm not upset or anything. It doesn't hurt my feelings. It's just interesting to me because it's it's something Charlie's I... Charlie's
0: th- digging his nails into the chair.
1: No, no, I'm not. But it's something I, I kind of struggle with internally sometimes, like this feeling that I don't connect with a lot of my friends or even my family on like, what's fun, you know? Yeah. Everyone else will want to watch a movie and I... Don't, because I don't want to be the person who doesn't enjoy it and then, you know, bums the mood. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, people are like, what did you think? And I'm like, I hated it, you know? And then everyone's like, oh, what? I I hate that feeling. I think just, why? Well, you know, I'm I'm happy to talk. It's just like when people are going to see something to have fun Mm -hmm. and they ask if I have fun or not, and I say no, and everyone else had fun, like, that's a bummer. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I just feel, it's, it's something I struggle with, you know? Yeah. I'm just too smart, and like, <laughs> <laughs> too sophisticated, and God, I just.
0: What a cross to bear. But I'm no, joking. I, I, no, no, of course, of course. Say like, fuck that shit. Jump into that, just jump into it. Be like, nah, I don't like it. What are we gonna do? 'Cause it's you If you don't like something, don't like it.
1: Well and I don't, but that's the thing. It's mm. like, I don't know. It's just I, I'm just Don't struggle with it. I don't wanna not engage, but I also know that there are times where people don't want to engage with me in that way.
0: Yeah. You care, but we care. We're at we have a whole podcast about this shit, man. <laughs> yeah. We care. I know,
1: I tell people I have a podcast and they're like, You have a podcast? And I'm like, Yes! Yes, motherfucker, I do. <laughs> Sorry, that embarrasses you. It doesn't embarrass me. <laughs> Anyways, so should this be on the list? Did we already no decide? No way. Really? No. Okay. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is pretentious. Faulkner, bullshit. <laughs> Madame, <laughs> Madame Bovary. Madame Bovary. Hey, hey, look. That would be good merch, Madame Bovary. <gasps> Madame Bovary. Faulkner. Madame Bovary.
1: Faulkner. I'm pointing at my copy. I have two copies of Madame movie. One thing
0: I loved about this movie (laughs) is the cats. Yeah. The cats. I like that it ends with a shot of a cat. Spoiler. Yes.
1: The cat looks straight into the lens like, Mm -hmm. you're a fucking fool. Well, I didn't get that. You're a fucking limp little carcass of a person. I really didn't think that at all. That's what the last... You didn't get that? That's what the last I didn't get that. The cat turns, looks you dead in the eyes... Does not and, say it. And you realize how worthless you really are. Damn. That's the Dude, point of it. are you it. okay? Do you want to like... I'm talking about you, not me. Me? It looks you in the eyes and tells you you're so worthless. So you are
0: watching that with your <laughs> arms crossed like the cat's telling Antonio some shit right now.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I've, I didn't get that at all. It's kind of weird that you got that. And to be honest, I kind of want to have a conversation after the podcast. No, let's have after it right we now. End it. I don't think we should. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that'd be good for either of us.
1: Um well, yeah, I think it should.
0: Um be on the list. Maybe we'll add some of this discussion into the a bonus episode where we just talk about how smarter we are than other people. I know. And okay, please don't bonus. let that be your takeaway.
1: <laughs> please ugh, please don't listen to this and be like these fucking assholes <laughs> think they're better than everyone. <laughs> god dang it listen listen audience
0: if you're so fucking smart why don't you go make a podcast okay because we fucking got the mics we're watching the movies we're editing this shit together you fucking do it
1: (laughs) please cut that out that's obnoxious it's not hard to make a podcast.
0: <laughs> it is hard to sit here and fucking talk about shit and write notes.
1: Talk to your friend.
0: We, dude, Charlie and I, b- during each movie, we have a pad of paper and we write fucking notes about the fucking movie. Yeah, you take notes on a movie. Why don't you go take notes on a movie that? and fucking talk about it for an hour, all right? We have five stars on Spotify. <laughs> five. One, two, Three. After Are this serious? comes out. Oh. Well, keep rating us five stars. Please.
1: <laughs> wow. This is such an episode. We are churning Maybe on the audience. Maybe this is our second lost episode.
0: <laughs> Jeez. It's so funny because all the feedback we get are... I think it's just our friends commenting on posts like, oh, can't wait, or like liking <laughs> shit we share and be like, oh, the new episode, whatever.
1: Everyone um, is so supportive. Everyone
0: is so <laughs> supportive, and now we're... Fuck all of you! Uh, no, We're just I will not join you. Going insane. You will though. I will not.
1: I did listen to oh, the episode where I was talking about a recent film, and I called it a pile of shit.
0: Which one? What movie?
1: Fair, fair play. play. I didn't mean that. I was joking, but it does not sound like I was joking. It's okay. Whatever. Well, fair play is a pile that, of shit. Like, well, no, <laughs> that's. Like, I think it's like a debut <laughs> picture. Like if if that director listens to this, mm-hmm. please know. Yeah. it's too late it's too late god sorry what other movies suck that just came out <laughs> no barbie no we love barbie we love we've talked a lot about that
0: i don't um, know
1: this is this. we're off the rails we're officially <laughs> off the rails um i want to make enemies just <laughs> enemies yes it's clear that you do Baron bridges walk through your life
0: burn bridges
1: with a can of gasoline
0: marvel i hate you
1: well they're never gonna hire you fuck now.
0: I love you guys
1: would you would you make a Marvel movie if they asked you and they paid you like fifteen million dollars
0: if I wouldn't sign a deal probably, but if why not like a deal for multiple movies if it was just one, I'd probably do it, but I don't know like all these directors that like do that fucking suck. Really? We're gonna have to scrub this off the internet. I'm gonna edit this (laughs) to (laughs) high heaven. (laughs) Every director that's worked for Marvel sucks.
1: No. (laughs) Taika Waititi sucks. I don't agree. The
0: Russo brothers suck. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Paul Thomas Anderson sucks.
1: I hated his Marvel movie. <laughs> what? Okay. Would you? Would I direct for Marvel? Yeah. Uh, it would have to be. I a, would. It would have to be a real specific contract. Like if they were like, you can do whatever you want.
0: Mm. There's no way though. Yeah. There's just no I don't way. know. It would
1: depend. It would really depend. Like it's not something I'm interested in. Yeah. If I was approached (laughs) tomorrow, um, they're like, Charlie, we need you to direct for us. Mm. Um, I would be like, well, what's the deal? Like, Do I get to actually make decisions? Do I actually get to make a film? Or is it going to be like, am I just a name on it?
0: Yeah. That's interesting. If Marvel approached me tomorrow, and I mean tomorrow, I would say I must decline. Really? Yes. Tomorrow. They come to me. They say, Antonio, we, no, no, no. we loved your film, Us and Our Friends, available <laughs> on YouTube.
1: We and loved the short film that you made in college. Um, <laughs> and
0: we need you to direct um, Mrs. Marvel. We think you would be the perfect fit. Mrs. <laughs> I would say, thank you for the offer, but I must decline. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't care if it's $30 million. I have, a, I have a spine all right i have integrity if this they is offer me so this is money,
1: such a, like a venomous episode <laughs> what the fuck <coughs> people are seeing our true colors for real um th- listen this is a
0: dog eat dog industry and <sighs> i will eat as many dogs as it takes to climb to the top
1: <laughs> except being in a Marvel. Except, film. except, Wait, I will
0: never be in a Marvel. Okay, Marvel, but honestly, marble like, film.
1: if if they approached me tomorrow and they were like thirty million dollars for you know a few months of work, fuck yeah, takes like
0: fucking a week to make those fucking movies. <laughs> <laughs> it takes no time at all.
1: Stop. <laughs> Stop. I'll take if they come you to me. Are... All right, I'll take okay. the week off. I'll Everyone, call off of at work. Antonio, in case you don't know, Antonio is being provocative. <laughs> He's Lars von
0: Triering it up in here. All right. Now I'm out. Never mind. I I rock with him, kind of. Who? Lars von Trier. Well, not him, but like he did a Marvel film. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? Thor Ragnarok. Mrs. Marvel. (laughs) Mr. Mr. Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my
1: God. Mrs. (laughs) Marvel. (laughs) madame bovary madame Madame marvel
0: madame oh my god venom i
1: can't believe it all right this is gonna get cut to high oven yeah we're Um, at 47 minutes the last
0: fucking 20 minutes of this has just been
1: us (laughs) like talking shit on marvel and (laughs) but kid like joking like it's it's sarcasm. i'm not joking
0: (laughs) i'm joking all right disclaimer disclaimer i'm joking oh fuck
1: I don't know. I'm being. I'm being, uh, worrywart. It's all right. No,
0: I'm. I'm gonna cut a lot of this stuff out. Don't worry. We're just having fun.
1: P.S. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Penis.
1: Selena and need it. So. Well, have a happy happy uh, and now New Year. now
0: let's cut back from when we just finished talking about whether or not it should be on the list. So I thought it would be great, and the movies is on the are list are good. <laughs> 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 Anyways, Celine and Julie did uh, they went boating? They go- you can't say they didn't. They sure did at the end um, <laughs> for two seconds. <laughs> for two seconds. <laughs> And we think it's a great film. Um, we think you should watch it. Go watch it. Uh, and Read what are Oscar we, Wilde. What are we watching next week?
1: I don't know. It could be one <laughs> of seven films. <laughs> We're either We're watching... We're in a big tie right now.
0: Sunset Boulevard matter or A Matter of Life death. and Death. Um, or Satan Tango. Or Modern Times. <laughs> I guess. Or Modern Times. Or
1: Brighter Summer Day.
0: Mm-hmm. Or John Dielman.
1: Okay. Definitely. That's not later.
0: That one. Um Or Mommy Dearest again. Mommy Dear. But
1: that's for that's for pleasure. That's off the not podcast. <laughs>
0: yeah, what are we what's the next movie you're watching off the podcast?
1: Uh I don't know. Okay. I really want to watch um Rope. Yeah. By Hitchcock.
0: Yeah, Rope is a great movie. Go watch that. Fuck.
1: Alright. I really want to rewatch. Oh, <laughs> are you trying to get me to stop?
0: I'm trying to get out of here, dude. I got shit to do. Do you really? Um, No, I don't got anything going on today. Oh,
1: I think we're leaving pretty soon. So, um...
0: I would really want to watch... um, I would, Dude, I really want to watch... What is that movie? Fuck. I really want to watch it.
1: Days of Heaven?
0: No, that shit looks stupid.
1: That shit looks awesome?
0: I want to watch fuck do you know about the new pokemon show on netflix
1: i've heard about it
0: pokemon concierge
1: do you want to watch it right now no i, <laughs> I don't know what to do who are you talking to i'm, I'm talking to myself
0: pokemon i'm at a loss where the like, next movie we're watching on the podcast is pokemon concierge
1: What are you doing? I'm scratching your leg with my my, my pressure mat. (laughs) What the fuck? Um I really want to watch
0: (laughs) Madam Bovaru. I don't
1: I don't even know how to conclude this anymore. We're so (laughs) lost.
0: Dude, the edibles kicking in.
1: (laughs) Not for me. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. If you listen to this, um, thank love you to so hear much. Your thoughts on Selena and Ju- Julie <laughs> 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 um Please forgive our trespasses, um, as we forgive those who trespass against, against us. us.
0: Okay. Amen. I'll see you next time.
1: See you next time on Film, Film Babbles. Babble.